Welcome, 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 welcome from a locked down United Kingdom. We're bringing you a new podcast, a podcast called Talking the Mickey. Welcome to the podcast. My name is Ian. My name's Ellie. And I'm Georgia. And we are doing a podcast deep in the heart of lockdown for the coronavirus. Um, we decided it would be a good shout to get a little positivity, I think, in our lives. And so we're doing that by watching some Disney films and talking about that and sharing that. Because I think Disney is one of those things that can kind of, uh, I don't know, bring people together. It's a very special catalog of films that people seem to have deep emotional relationships with. What do you think about that, Georgia? I think you'd kind of hit the nail on the head. It doesn't help that helps that Disney Plus has just come out as well. So <laughs> First day of a national Disney lockdown. First day of a national lockdown, and Disney Plus is new on the docket for everybody to enjoy. And what did we do? We all sat down and watched Disney Plus and watched uh, watched a film. And what film did we watch today, Ellie? We watched Frozen. To which point the girls went, "Yay!" Well, one of the girls went, "Yay!" Anyway, <laughs> and uh, and I kind of went, oh, uh, "I don't know," and. Uh, because you've never seen it, Ian. I've never seen Frozen. And actually, I was quite actively trying to avoid seeing Frozen. Shocking. Maybe. What is it about Frozen? Because you guys both like Frozen. Georgia, I'm, I'm right with that? You, you, you like Frozen? I liked it the first time I saw it, and then it got a massive hype, and Disney did that thing that they do with their things that go well and market everything with it, um, and it got annoying for a while. But having just watched it again, I thoroughly enjoyed it again. Ellie? Yeah, um, I think the sort of commercialism of if it appearing, you know, all over your cereal boxes and things is a little bit much. But um, I think it's an absolutely wonderful, wonderful film. And it's it's really heartwarming. It's got a bit of a different storyline twist to your typical Disney fairy tale. And it's got some amazing characters in it as well. And, well, I just giggled all the way through really see that's the thing before we talk about actually seeing it like uh, i just remember being kind of because i think of the three of us i might be the most not disney neutral i do like my disney but uh i don't think i'm as rampant on it as 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 the the, the two of you are georgia i think I, I could say from my perspective you are probably the, the the biggest disney fan in the lot i would imagine but ellie's yeah i should say ellie's ellie's a bigger uh, disney fan than i am i think uh, I don't, like I said, I, I rather enjoy it. I have been, in fact, to Disneyland. Disneyland's in, in California, right? Yep. Okay. So I've been to Disneyland. I was just a group thing. But I kind of have left Disney, not in my childhood, far from it, because I have enjoyed Disney for, for, for quite a while. But I, it's got to be something that kind of catches my attention for me to go see it. And this caught my attention, but in that bad way, in that commercial way. So I was sitting there, not paying attention to the film, because I don't know if anybody really, I don't think it had a buzz before it was released. Um, the benefit of this one as opposed to our other podcast we should say that we're on a different podcast together as well called <laughs> Best Film Ever where we talk a lot more maybe about facts and do deep dives and I think on this we're going a little bit more holistic and just kind of talking about the film um, as three friends might debating you know which of 24 animated treasures is way more than 24 isn't it Georgia uh, 50 50 50, 60, might be up to 60 now. So either way, more than 24 by at least a couple. 
Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And so, um, but having those conversations that you do, and I kind of was a bit of a relapse to Disneyite, and uh, and then let it go, blew up, let it go, absolutely blew up, and I didn't hadn't seen it, and I was outside of it, and when you're outside of a cultural phenomenon, you've got two choices: you can either join in with it. Or you can therefore go, well, this is stupid because I'm not part of it. And I think I did the latter. And the more I heard about it and saw it and yada, 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 the more I was like, I'm totally right in my stance because people are going absolutely banana for this uh, film. I mean, the merchandise and the songs and the characters, which if you don't know them, a different kettle of fish maybe about if they're cute, if they're not cute. So today, uh, to launch my Disney Plus viewing and because the kind folks at Disney decided to give us Frozen 2 early, I went, well, then I suppose I need to watch Frozen 1. Yay! And the question was, not did I want to build a snowman, but the question was, was this enough to melt my frozen heart? And so that's what we're going to talk about. That was pretty good, I thought. And now we're going to talk right now. <laughs> about about that very thing about 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 frozen so um we're kind of doing this a bit loose and off the cuff the first time through georgia do you want to talk about some points you want how do you want to do this um yeah i don't mind okay go ahead and so i watched it the first time i remember going to the cinema with a friend to go and watch it and it being sold out because obviously back in those days neither of us thought to uh look it up on our phones if they actually had tickets left I'm saying back in those days, like it was years ago. <laughs> but, um, so I didn't actually get to watch it straight away. Tell us about the that. past. Tell us about the past. What was George no, um... W. Bush like? <laughs> You're going to really put me off. It's okay. What, what year, do you know what year Frozen was? That's not like a trivia question. That's just me going, like trying to figure out a timeline. 2013, I believe. 2013? Okay. Okay, so you, um, so you so unsuccessfully yeah. tried to go see Frozen unsuccessfully tried to go and see Frozen and then had a bit of that like kind of oh why should I watch it now kind of feeling towards it because of that um but eventually did watch it um in a totally legal way um <laughs> and enjoyed it <laughs> it's important to watch things in totally legal ways absolutely like um, yeah, Disney I enjoyed it. that's right and then I don't think I'd watched it since until now um so that's a good what seven years in that time yeah um Obviously, I'd seen all the songs. I knew all the words to the songs. Working in an um, early years environment, you got a lot of love from small children if you knew the words to Let It Go. So learnt those pretty quickly. Um, but yeah, watching it back, I really, really enjoyed it. I wasn't expecting to, um, but thoroughly, I kind of went, oh, no, this this was quite good. It was worth its initial hype that it got. Um, it just went a bit too far, I think. Well, the, really. hype, the hype that is, not, not, not the film. Oh, yeah, you know, the okay. hype, yeah. Okay. Um, um so go ahead. oh sorry now i was watching it and just in the first little bit obviously um anna gets stuck inside with nothing to do and some of her lyrics are i think some company is overdue i've started talking to the pictures on the walls Hang and there, i've Joe. been in lockdown for one day and i've related to that quite <laughs> quite massively so if if i can just beat that a little bit earlier then if we can because mm-hmm. when it opens, we have this song that takes place. I think it says like they're ice farming outside. Yeah, yeah. But the only way I could think of it is like if you took Lion King and like a bad Glee remix of like, 
African tribal music and you made it like glee-ish. And it, it, we, we had it both at the start and at the end. I, I, I accidentally called it the circle of ice at one point, and I actually think it's quite, <laughs> I think it's quite fitting. Um, so it was, but I got to be honest with you, as, as a neutral, I kind of went, they're out of ideas. And then they actually did like some sort of opening ice, ice farming song. Uh-huh. I don't know what to call it. It was all the big, burly, manly looking men. And I'm sorry, that song. Go ahead. It's traditional music in Norway, I believe. Well, it sounds, I tell you, yeah. it's, it's East Coast Canadian music is what it sounded like to me. Because <laughs> that's totally, totally what it sounded like to me. A lot of ice there too. Yeah, a lot of ice in both places. So this, I think this is the movie of my people. So I think you have to give me cultural uh, prowess of this. A lot of ginger. Which one were you from Norway? No, there's a lot of gingers and there's a lot of snow. So with that in mind, um, I, okay, let's talk about this because I can't help but notice uh, this is kind of in an era which I think is Disney's attempt of a third kind of golden age. If, if the return of the golden age was Little Mermaid onward, I, they're, they're trying to do yeah. something. But I mean, this film felt on an aesthetic level so much like Tangled. Oh, it absolutely is to the point that in my notes, I don't know if you'd have picked it up if it was your first time watching it. Oh, I did. Rapunzel did. and are actually in there. Yeah. I did. I stopped it. I went, oh, I saw it. And Ellie didn't see it, but I did. <laughs> I was busy yeah, looking no, at they you know, there. the actual characters that we're supposed to be looking at. <laughs> no, I, that's me. I'm looking for stuff in the background. There are theories and things that take place. Obviously, Rapunzel in that shot has got her short, dark hair. So it obviously takes place after Mm-hmm. The story of Tangled, which makes sense because Tangled came out in 2010, I believe. Um, so there are theories and things that relate to was um, were Anna and Elsa's parents off to uh, the Isle of what is aptly named Corona. Um, oh, were they really? off to see? Yeah, that is Rapunzel's kingdom is Corona. Yeah, jeez, which is really quite funny. Yeah. Um, but were they off to Rapunzel's wedding? Were they doing this, that, or the other when they're shipwrecked? So there's lots of different kind of Easter eggs in that. Isn't there um, also time. like theories? I think there's some sort of theory where they somehow fall into the Tarzan universe, is it? I don't know. Okay. Or maybe it's Tarzan's link to Little Mermaid. There's something where I these think things are all. There's a link to Little Mermaid somehow. Yeah. Um, oh, yes. They're, they're all... There's, all. there's a Norway link in all of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because um, I mean, even on the aesthetic level, I mean, the castle looked like the castle from Tangled before it gets all like, yeah. you know, air conned. Um, and, <laughs> and and just the whole style is similar. I mean, even the horse has the same sense of humor. Prince Hans's horse yeah. has the same sense of humor as Strike. Is it Striker's horse from Tangled? Is that right? Name Striker? Strider? Strider? Flynn. Flynn Rider. Flynn Rider. Rider. Why am I calling oh. him Flynn Rider's horse? I mean, it's the same sense of humor the horses in this region seem to have. Yep. And even some of the humor. Um, but I'll tell you what, I wrote this one down right away, and I think Ellie had a bit of a giggle of it. When little girl Elsa and little girl Anna are growing up, and little girl Anna wakes up little girl Elsa and says, the sky's awake. So I'm awake. So I'm awake. I love it. Which I thought was great. It is a beautiful little line that's called back to later on in the film by Olaf. It's really lovely. It was. I, I saw that. I did see that. Yeah. Um, what I like... What I liked about the start was we don't get the backstory to Elsa's powers. They just go, do you want to build a snowman? And then all of a sudden she starts doing some serious like Jedi stuff with her, with, 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 with her hands <laughs> and turning everything yep. super cold. And um, I thought that was really, really interesting. And then there How was... How much fun does that look? It looked great. You know, until the whole 
accident part. Well, the whole bit where she's going, it was an accident. I mean, she's like 12 feet in the air. Yep. It's like, Anna's fault, really. Oh, is she it? She wasn't listening. She is it? Yeah. She, didn't, she didn't listen when she said you could have down. kept You could have kept the ice towers lower than that. Well, she was trying to protect her from falling. No, no, no. I mean, why? How'd she get so high in the first place? Because she's jumping upwards. Oh. You can't jump on something <laughs> if the tower's not there to land on you. Um, well, no, that's the point. That's why Elsa had to put the towers there. So then Elsa... <laughs> and Anna, yeah, I'm just sidestepping. So then Elsa and Anna, I mean, okay. they have to go see the trolls because they give us the whole, you know, if it's the head, it's okay, but if it's the heart, that's much worse. And I'm like, oh, that's going to be important. Yep. And then we go back to the uh, castle, and they even warn us. They say fear is going to be your enemy. And what do the parents mm -hmm. do? They're like, make her scared. They make her scared of what she could do to her sister. I'm like, were you guys not yeah. listening? There was even like a cool like red graphic about it and everything. <laughs> and Elsa <laughs> becomes the first social distancer there ever was. Indeed. Because she Indeed. is limited to gatherings of one. <laughs> there we go. So, I don't look know. Look how well that turned out. And it turned out badly. Uh, I will say this. The idea of do you want to build a snowman is an aging montage. I love it. I thought it was really good. So it's really good. well done. There was so much. There was so much character and personality uh, built in that song. Although I did question that after ten years of asking, "Do you want to build a snowman?" Would Anna have not realized the answer is no? <laughs> but the answer, the answer is not no. She does want to build a snowman. She, well, she just can't. She doesn't get the. She doesn't get that answer though. She gets nothing. I'll tell you what. If you knock on my door four times in a fortnight, or if I knock on your door four times in a fortnight and say, "Do you want to do this?" and you go, "You don't respond." I'm not coming a fifth time. I don't care if we're family or not. I'm just going, I get the message. You don't want to do it. I am assuming, though, because obviously all memories of magic and things are gone from Anna at this point. I'm assuming she only comes at winter when it's snowing, because otherwise she wouldn't know that Elsa would have the capacity to build a snowman. So I'm assuming she's only doing that in winter. No, no, I'm assuming. And several years apart. <laughs> I'm assuming in summer, it's, do you want to play some tennis? <laughs> <laughs> we could hit the balls out each other's heads <laughs> and then you can stand 30 feet apart so it falls in line with the social distancing <laughs> so that's what Maybe. i that's what i've got before they age do you have anything else there uh not before they age no okay then i want to say this then when they go off to when elsa's parents go off to wherever they're going to corona or whatever yeah. Elsa's dad looks like he hasn't aged a day. He's still like 25 years old. Yeah. <laughs> if you look at it, like he's got a he's got like a mustache and a, and a little bit of a beard, but he he is a young man. I hear it's not very stressful being king. Uh I don't, I'm sure it's just a reference to something that Oh, is that cuz he doesn't have white hair or something or? No, it was just a joke. Oh, okay. Cuz it's probably quite a stressful <laughs> job. Well, it seems like being PM's a stressful job. <laughs> exactly. Boris Johnson looks rough. <laughs> He did anyway, though, to be fair. I bet Bless he'd like heart. to build a snowman. Actually, if you consider Boris Johnson as like an evil mutated Olaf. No. <laughs> I, no. I have a Don't nose. I have a nose. I have extraordinary powers. I can, I can disperse <laughs> crowds. Like you, you can see Boris Johnson kind of doing a song about summer and wanting to be, you know, you know what I'd like? I'd like if the monarchy had more powers, not realizing it would be the end of his his own powers. You know what I'd like? I'd like if our positive Disney podcast didn't turn into a political discussion. I don't think we're being we're being political. We're just talking about Boris. 
that's political. It's not. Boris is a human. He's like a human puppy, isn't he? He's is like a human puppy. He's he's like Olaf. Uh, I'd say he was more like Sven. We'll get that's interesting. <laughs> we'll we'll get there in a minute. Um. So then we have my biggest issue in films, in stories, in everything. Three years later. <laughs> It's like, oh, okay. Like you did, like a, you literally just finished a time montage. <laughs> you couldn't. I, okay, we we have to do the bit about mom and dad dying, I guess. But but still, th three years later. So what? They went three years without anybody running the kingdom. Elsa hid in her bedroom. Elsa hid in her bedroom, and Anna just went, "I want to build snowmen," and no one's running the country. <laughs> like at least when Hans showed up, he like gave people blankets and stuff. They didn't need blankets before. Yeah. It was cold. Oh, this is like the most self-sufficient society ever. Yep. Um, there's a song that came out. I, I got a uh, first time in forever. I think it's good if we talk about the songs because songs are obviously imminently important to a Disney um, film. Yes. First time in forever, which I can't remember now. Oh, I love it. Really? Yeah. All I got it's is brilliant song. All I got is I can go the distance from Hercules in my head. <laughs> Yeah, they do have similar melodies. Although just before, I don't know. Was that right? Yeah. Just before oh. we get to that, okay. The little scene before that, when Anna gets woken up, have you ever seen a more accurate version oh. of a human being <laughs> being be, woken up in be animated fair, film? Was, like, it's brilliant. There were there, there was a few of those moments because then she goes downstairs and in first time in forever, or just before that, she just says she doesn't know if she's excited or just gassy. Yeah, she's a complete klutz. It's brilliant. And I'm like, okay, this thing is she's trying really real. hard to go, we are not going down any of the tropes of traditional Disney films whatsoever. Exactly. Right from start to finish, it's it's not about your typical fairy princess love story. But they, but they do lead you down story. that path, though. They do. They make you think it's going to go there. Which is good. And it, it does in a way, yeah. but it's just, it's just very clear that that's not all that life's about. And yeah. it's great. Uh, there are several fake outs here, yeah. It does Absolutely. make you think it's going one way and then go, <laughs> nope. Um, so I very, what's the next thing here? Okay, so I was, kind of, I was kind of met on the song myself, at least the first time. I was like, all right, great, yeah. What, first time in forever? Yeah, first time in forever, the first time I, I heard Even it. Even with the line, don't know if I'm elated or gassy. Yeah, still wasn't that big on it. Oh. I was just couldn't stop looking at it going, this is just tangled. It's like you recycled all the elements and you just came up with a second movie out of it. As in, like, the actual, like, drawings, not, not the characters. Um, to be fair, that is a very Disney thing to do. And Yes, it is. And, yeah. and, the, and the whole time, Elsa is just standing there, staring out the window. And I've written down in my notes, Elsa stares out the window more than Cersei Lannister. <laughs> <laughs> Which is... <laughs> and that's saying something. It really is. <laughs> but she does. But less menacingly. Less menacingly. Um, and then I instantly, I've got this. I do. Uh, I'm going to regret it, but I'm going to say it now. I wrote down Hans and Anna. Ginger couples belong together. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I know they're going to end up together. They're both ginger. Hey, little, you got sucked in. Little did I know that they weren't. I mean, they gave us Brave. They weren't going to give us another great ginger love story. So, um, Why can't, if she's queen, if she's going to be queen, why can't Cersei Elsa Lannister Get rid of why can't she get rid of the glove rule? Like like the the priest who we don't see before and we don't see after ever again goes <clears throat> the gloves and she practices taking the gloves off. Like you 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 are you are the the, the queen re the the princess regent the queen regent. You can surely pass a rule that says 
I get to wear gloves. You can't do that. I'm the queen. Fair enough. I don't think she can pass those rules until she's... Oh, she has, who ran this country for two I years? Three years. It's not proper to wear one's gloves when <laughs> accepting <proper>. coronation <laughs> jewels. But we got the guy who just showed up at a party it. around the country. It's because that would raise questions and she doesn't want any questions about why she doesn't want to take gloves off. My hands are cold. Why are your hands cold? It's all right. No, you don't have to ask her that. She's the queen. She's the queen. <laughs> <laughs> why are your hands cold? Put them in the jail. That, that's the answer to that question. True. Yeah. So there's that. Um, and then we have a love is an open door, which was a yes. song in this. I liked love is an open door. I have in my notes about this song, Anna and Hans are great at parkour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they are. The first Disney princess. Because they just jump rooftop to rooftop and you kind of go, she's in like a full ball gown. Yeah. Like, how, yeah. how is that? And yet when her ball gown ices up later, she can't even get up a bloody step. Yep. Yep. I will say this, though. I love that they finish each other's sandwiches. That's what I was going to yeah, say. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> There's this great bit where um, he says, can I do something crazy? Will you marry me? And she goes, can I do something crazier? Yes. And I'm like, no, no. The correct answer is, can I do something crazier? I like tacos. That's, yep. that's easily a more crazy statement than that. But, I mean, I, I, I'll tell you what. They got me. They got me. I totally thought this was, this was okay because it, it, it's a Disney trope. I've got written down yep. here uh, uh, that they're trying to retcon like every love story in the Disney canon by getting rid of this love at first sight rule. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Although, um, just back to their meeting, um, Anna and Hans's meeting, I've got in here, um, because it really surprised me because I hadn't watched it, um, in full HD before because, you know, of the definitely legal downloading. Um, but <laughs> the details in the animation, you have a, I don't know if you'd have spotted it, but Anna even has freckles on her shoulders. I saw like, the freckles on her face. See, she's, got, she's got them down to her shoulders as well, and it was it just completely threw me off when I noticed it because it was amazing. On behalf of my people, I really, appreciate really cool. I appreciate that. I just could have done without, you know, without like making the other ginger the bad guy. I did notice some strong freckling on the on Hans as well. My like at GingerCon, Ed Sheeran and Ron Weasley <laughs> told us this is the kind of stuff we had to fix, and I didn't know they were talking about Frozen, but yeah. You can be a Another little detail, just while I go on. You can be a ginger girl and be a hero in a Disney film. You can't be a ginger guy and be a hero in a Disney <laughs> film. They got something against Get us. Hercules. They're all evil. On. Hercules, is, it's more orange. It's more <laughs> ginger, orange. Ginger, come on. It's all done in that Greek, like, 2D art style. I mean, the real ginger in that one is, the, is Phil, isn't it? Phil's the goat man. Yeah, but he's ginger. Isn't he bald? No, it's like red fur. I don't know. I think it's like a reddish brown. Her is, is definitely more ginger he, than Phil is. Yeah. It's kind of like Becky Lynch orange, but all right. I'm going to Google <laughs> Still ginger. Me. Maybe. All right. We're, we're Googling this. Um, okay, he is bald. He's got a, he's got a ginger beard, though. I think we're, okay. He's sort of got, he's sort of got um, really dark stubble, like he's got really, really dark hair naturally, and then a ginger beard around it, like a little... Yeah, he's chin ginger. Strap. He's totally ginger. Got a ginger chin strap with a ponytail. Yep. And he's bald with horns. No, I'm still calling it ginger. Uh, can I just say this, though? I'm calling absolute BS on the lake freezing. 
What, when she runs across it? Yeah, so... I mean, obviously, she gets mad at her coronation and because she doesn't want to let her little sister marry some totally honorable ginger guy she just met. And uh, she you know, freaks out and makes ice appear as if from nowhere. And the little guy from Liechtenstein Weasel or whatever. We- Weaseltown, that's it. Uh, apologies if you live in Liechtenstein. I didn't mean it. Um, they've <coughs> done that. And then she storms across. And the rule has been set. They have established a rule in this universe no matter how cold her hands get, if she wears the gloves, she's okay. <laughs> and then she goes for a walk and like everything turns to ice because but she's wearing shoes. Are we gonna explain that away? No. And she she kind of explodes out of her handcuff things later on as well, doesn't well, she? If you, make, covering her hands. if you make metal cold enough, it'll it will disintegrate. I can I can buy into yeah. that theory. Okay. She does also make the ice skating rink at the end, although no, she probably does that with her hands. Although she's trying at that point, isn't she? Although I think probably at this instantly... point, she's so scared, it's just running through her, isn't it? Like rather than I guess. Go, it would go through the gloves at this point. I think. I don't. I still call. In fact, it does because she has one glove on at that point too. I think she takes it off, though, doesn't she? No, she takes it off at the beginning and let it go. On that note, let it go. Uh... Mm-hmm. quite the transformation and i think the visuals helped me with that song i didn't really like the song i think you need that uh because uh it's an important transformation scene where you get very re- repressed cersei lannister looking elsa and by the time she's done uh it's kind of more like daenerys targaryen the the ice dragon <laughs> I hope everyone listening has watched Game of Thrones. I'm going for that big crossover between Disney fans and Game of Thrones. <laughs> Very similar. But no, she's quite, uh, I'm not exotic, it's not what I want to look for. But she's 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 definitely more stereotypically beautiful with the long wavy hair. She gets sassy. And the blue ball gown with the slit up the side and all that. And so I think Adina Menzel oversings the crap out of the song. Yep. I think it's amazing. Oh, uh, well, <laughs> see, I think if if I think when you have the visuals of everything going on around it, that's okay. But mm-hmm. I've only heard of as a studio track, and listen to it as a studio track. You're like, calm down, love. You've got two verses left. She's emotive. She's emotive. <laughs> she's she saw Celine C- 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 Dion and went, hold my beer. Yeah, <laughs> I can do this. <laughs> <laughs> and so um we, we've got the, and i think the visuals really really helped and i think you needed that with everything that's going on in in the film the song tonally makes sense yeah yeah uh, yeah it was all right uh disney my notes about let it go is that that elsa is a great architect like everything else that she's built <laughs> yeah. she's been able to build because she can like picture it so apparently she can picture this massive palace too like yeah. I wouldn't be able to do that. It would be wonky and look like it was made of Lego if I did it. And so you've probably been to more castles and things than Elsa has been. She's been shut up inside for years. So exactly. To impressive. be fair, though, she lives in a castle. So if you ever like, if I ever design one of these things, I'm going to make sure that's there instead. I don't know if you noticed, but maybe she had some books or something. Maybe yeah, I don't know. Looks like a castle to me. Um, so at this point, um. I kind of, I mean, I didn't stop, t- I mean, I stopped taking notes because I kind of glazed over a bit. Um, Anna decides to go off and rescue her sister and we meet, oh, Kristoff, is it? Yeah. Kristoff. Kristoff, yeah. And what's the name of the Sven. reindeer? Sven. I like Sven. I like Sven a lot. Uh, and Kristoff's all right. I don't know. Um, oh, I love Kristoff. They make the deal. He's, I mean, he's, isn't he just a, a, a more honest, less appealing 
Um, oh, what's his name? Ryder, something in Ryder. Finn Ryder. Isn't, he, isn't that all he is? Isn't he just discount store? I mean, kind of, but if you're not thinking about that. He's Poundland Finn Ryder. A little bit. I guess he's supposed to be sort of like the more common character. He's not He's not a prince, is he? He's just a normal guy. But I think the magic of Kristoff is the people that he surrounds himself with. And you've got all these amazing characters like yeah. Sven and then the trolls. I can't believe we haven't talked about the trolls yet. Well, we did a little bit. Did we? We're talking about how like the heart and the head. Oh, but yeah. But Finn Rider and, and, and the horse. Isn't this just the same dynamic we have between Kristoff and the... And Sven, although Sven's not as cheeky as the horse. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. No, because the horse and Finn Rider were against each other at the beginning. Okay, so actually you're right. You got rid of an interesting part. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I'd just just like to point out the baby Kristoff and baby Sven are adorable and they they were never uh, against each other. We saw them in the first scene. Baby Sven was great. Yeah. Yeah, that's totally happening in Canada. That's what that is. Um... (laughs) What do I have here? Uh, so uh, we had, and then so Sven and Kristoff, Kristoff and Sven take Anna. Whoa, whoa, whoa! No, Woohoo, big we summer massive bit. I- I'm getting there. No, this I'll- is where they meet. I know they take her, to- but on the way to taking her, they meet mm. Olaf. And I'm gonna be honest with you. Hot take. Oh, hot take. That's that's funny. Hot take. <laughs> Did not really care for Olaf. We're not. I wasn't talking about Olaf. I was talking about the Swedish guy with the sauna. Oh, I did side past that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, there's a Swedish guy with a sauna. He's, he's really big. He's he's amazing. Yeah. Right. You hoo big summer blowout. Okay, he's got a fun little sketch. Yeah. Yeah. Let's not dismiss him. He's great. <laughs> no, no, he's got a winter section. It had like three things in it. It was it was, it was a joke. It was there. Brilliant. Oh, okay. Handily, though, the three things she needed and a dress that actually fit Anna. Uh, and, How and, amazing and, is that? And that is funny. But I'm going to go, if, if this is the bar for brilliant, oh my God, we got a lot of things going to be brilliant in all these films. <laughs> Aren't we? I mean, yep. when we get to things that are actually funny and brilliant, I mean, watch out. He makes a fantastic meme. Okay, I'm not familiar with, with him and meme culture. What's his name? I've no idea. A oh, big Swedish guy, <laughs> right, yeah. Probably... Well, we had Sven. I don't know what maybe it would be. Uh, Matt's with an S on the end or something. Um, if you know, we don't have any social setup yet, so you really can't do anything about it. Oh, yes, yes we, we do. Have, we have an Instagram. We have an Instagram. What would that Instagram's address be, Georgia? It is talking the Mickey because that wasn't taken. Hey. Hey. Did we actually introduce the podcast? Was talking no, the we Mickey? didn't. No. Let's introduce it now and then cut it and paste it on the front. <laughs> I will definitely paste it in the front at the end. We will go back. So if you're listening to this, you're going to go, <laughs> they forgot. But when you, when you heard us say it earlier, that was us saying it for the first time. So there we go. <laughs> um, so uh, I've lost my notes. So, so then, then they meet Olaf. Then we meet <laughs> Olaf. And back to my hot take. Uh, yeah, my hot take was totally ruined by you going, oh, you forgot you forgot Swedish guy. Shouldn't have dismissed him. You forgot character. Swedish chef. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not that... <laughs> I'm not that big on Olaf. You're wrong. Guess what? Me either. Oh, really? What? No, I don't like him. It's, he annoys it was, me. It was a little bit too much. I'm the funny, quirky character in this movie. Yep. Oh, I'm a snowman and I want to know what it's like to be warm. Well, that's what makes him adorable. Oh, it's what makes him Oh, he's ridiculous. perfection. He's one of my absolute favorite no, characters. There are so oh, really? many plot yeah. points involving Olaf. I could name a hundred Disney characters I like better than Olaf. I love Olaf. 
And his song I'm very tempted to do this right now. Please don't. We'll be here all night. Um, um, yeah, Olaf's songs in summer is wonderful. Oh, I again, I thought it was... Yeah, I got the joke the first time you said it. Yeah, you're a snowman. <laughs> you don't get that hot things will melt you. Put me in summer and I'll be a happy snowman. Talking about that the puddle joke. The puddle joke is funny. It's very funny. Talking about his song. Yep. He say he mentions bees and getting a tan and sand and all sorts of different things. So if he knows about those things, why doesn't he know what happens to snow? But how does he have a recollection of things in yeah. summer if he doesn't know what would happen to snow in summer? Keep Surely he has, there's a crossover there somewhere. Keep going, you got it. Huh? Oh, is, is that it? I was cheering you on. Yeah. I was saying, give me more. <laughs> I, was, I don't really have much more. Okay, Sorry. Yeah. No, no, I'm, I'm with you on that one. Uh, I think you take Olaf out of the film, it's the exact same movie. Um, oh, absolutely. You just yeah. have to actually write some also, though, actual jokes. Yeah. Well. There's a nice, there is a nice little bit in that song. It was a bit of a homage to Mary Poppins. Did you spot it? No. Olaf does a has a penguin moment, you know, Bert with the penguins. Oh, does he really? Yeah. In Jolly Holiday. I might have been with his hat and his cane. I got news for you. Long before anybody else did, my eyes started to freeze over. So <laughs> Olaf does it with some seagulls, essentially on a bandstand. It's very nice little throwback. Are you to, serious? Um, I don't Bobby remember Bobby. this at all. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, and then um, we get to the part where um, Anna confronts her big sister they talk about her makeover a little bit and then all of a sudden even though it's only been all of like a day elsa goes oh wait i remember why i ran away now i can't be near you and you know storms off and you know distance fever and all that stuff and kicks her out and puts a bit of ice through her heart which we've been told earlier by the trolls is much worse than uh, if you get it through VI. Uh-oh. Yeah, which actually, I think in hindsight, an, an icicle through VI would be worse. <laughs> which a- almost happens to discount Storm Rider or F- Finn Rider, doesn't it? Can we just it does, yeah, almost. <laughs> How can we call him Poundland Finn Rider? No. <laughs> um, and they have this song called... Anyway, it takes him back to the trolls who look like rocks. But of course, we know that they're not rocks. So actually, I think some of the fun was a little bit taken out of that. Although I did enjoy Olaf at that point being like pretending like that bit where you pretend something's real when it's really, really not. <laughs> oh, you're Finn's family. Not Finn. You're Kristoff's family. Oh. Are we going to explain why he was taken in? No, we don't have time for that. <laughs> We're just going to say it. And that's, oh, okay, forced, forced relationships are forced. And uh, they do have a song about being a fixer-upper. Yep. And what do we think about that? It's cute. There there are lyrics in that that literally explain the rest of the film away. So yes. if you listen to it, the the big granny troll or whoever she is does a verse about how love is powerful and strange and people make bad choices if they're mad or scared or stressed. But if you throw love their way, you'll bring out their best. What happens at the end of the film? Yeah. It's true love. Uh, uh... And she makes bad decisions because she was scared. Uh, and but I, yeah, that's what I took from that song. And I don't see no ring. <laughs> yeah, that that bit's funny. Yeah, it's funny. Um, so we get done with that, and they go. Oh, I've got snow guy rules. Oh, here's the deal. I have an issue with big gargantuan marshmallow snowman. 
because he and Olaf are both created by Elsa. Right? Right. Yes. Olaf's legs can fall off him and the legs can walk back to him. Right? And you can go, oh, yes. those aren't my legs. Those are my legs walking towards me. Big guy loses an, a leg. It falls over like a dead tree stump and he falls <laughs> off the edge of a cliff. <laughs> just saying, if you're going to create rules. like just made differently. Yeah. That's that in, in, our, in our Disney podcast. Um, okay, I'm trying to say this with a nice way here. So they rush back because the deal is Kristoff is so nice a guy. He's like, no, Hans has to give her a kiss. That's true love's an act of true love, which no one ever said true love's kiss. Act of true love. No. But they say true love's kiss so often, you kind of tap into every trope there was from every Disney movie you've seen. And they run back to the castle he drops her off and i've got here Kristoff is a dumb mother you can finish the rest of it because he never tells them she needs a kiss he just goes get hans and then just leave, and like cool like shut the gates on me i'm all right with that like you've just brought <laughs> the princess back you probably get entry into the castle now because you are the one guy who can tell us what's wrong with her true yeah just saying yeah. I did have an issue with that bit as well. Um, and then I've got... Just like, okay, thanks, bye. Thy problem with Hans's master plan. So yeah, he's 13th in line and figures out he'd have to do something. Why does he have to kill Anna? Because he doesn't want to spend the rest of his life with her. Isn't it much harder to ascend to the throne then than just kiss her? Yeah, he probably... No, Why does he have to expunge... He's realised realized that if she's dead everyone thinks that they've that they were in love anyway right so if he just tells everyone that she's dead and they got they did their vows before she died like he says then he gets to be king without having to live with her anyway right but witnessed by whom well yeah and we can sort of explain i think some of that away with disney math but if she's going to die if she unless she gets true love's kiss and you know as hans you're not her true love then you kiss her and don't Tell her your whole evil plan, and guess what happens? You, <laughs> you win. Just wait for her to die. <laughs> you win because then she can't stop you from killing Elsa. Yeah, I think he was perhaps in a little bit of a hurry, and he didn't need to rush off and tell everyone she was dead before she'd actually died anyway. Uh, if he just waited for her to die first, then it all would have been good, wouldn't it? Well, I mean, not good, but his plan would have worked. And then we find out the true love's act actually all along is she leaves. She could run towards Kristoff and have her happily ever after, so we think. Or she could s sacrifice herself to save her sister. And it's really lucky she turns to ice when she does. Talk about Just convenient. Convenient plot lines are convenient. <laughs> and the sword breaks, and then, of course... The true love's act was her for her sister. There's a shock. This movie was all about sisterhood and not about true love. Is it that big of a sacrifice when she's known Kristoff for about a day and a half? Yeah, she was going to no, marry the, the first one after a day. She was willing but... to die for her sister. Yeah, though there is that bit where she looks at, at Kristoff and then looks at Hans and her sister and makes that run. So we're supposed to feel like she's giving something significant up, are we not? Well, she's. She thinks I think she's it's, giving it's, up it's her the idea that she's. Sorry. Who me? Just someone go, yeah. 
Um, I think the idea is that she thinks running to Kristoff will save her. Well, as if she runs away from Kristoff towards her sister, she knows she's going to die, but she might save her sister. Yeah, exactly. That's um, the difference, I think. So, uh, so that's kind of our film. I mean, then I'll, then you know, Anna discovers that love melts the snow, and all of a sudden, now that she remembers how to love, which was there all along, everything's <laughs> fixed, and everything melts in a wonderful way. And then we go ahead. And find, the gates will always be open. And Elsa doesn't find you, a husband because she doesn't need to. And obviously, I guess little sister does because that's all she wanted to do in her very brief character development that we got. <laughs> and that's the film. Oh, I did miss up the... I did miss up... Oh, because they had the first time in forever twice. Yes. So not really the first time in forever, is it? <laughs> no, different situations, though. Yeah, I guess so. So I mean, it's a good job when everything was melting because obviously Elsa makes everything melt away again. They're stood in the middle of the ocean. They all happen also to be stood on a boat though, which <laughs> is convenient. quite lucky. Yeah, because if not, they'd have all been in the sea. So get in the sea. I will. I mean, I will say that the twist with Hans got me. It did yeah. get me until they got locked in the room, and he said, "Well, it's a good thing." Or I was like, "Oh, he's going to turn." But they got yep. me because I was sitting there going, he's being really, he's giving blankets out to the poor. Yeah. He's saying, you know, make sure that not, nothing bad happens to Elsa. Like he's doing all these things that if you really were the evil league of evil, evil villain, evil guy, like you don't have to do half of this stuff. Yeah, he's a pretty good villain in that respect. I know you're trying to win people over, yeah. but it just feels like he changes on a dime. I think when you, when you get to that scene um, where he's about to kiss Anna, you do you obviously realise that she's meant to be with Kristoff and not with Hans, so you don't expect it to work as true love's kiss. Yeah. But to have it quite so blatantly thrown back in your face and be like, oh no, actually, he's a proper bad guy. A bit of a shock twist for Disney, really. And that was the hard part about that, was the idea that uh, every time you felt this pull that she should be with Kristoff, you'd cr cross-cut back to Hans, who's handed out the blankets. And I think that's a much more interesting movie. If she has to go back, he kisses her, and he's not the answer. I think the problem was they spent three quarters of the film without a villain. Yeah. Apart from the marshmallow but guy. No one would, no, but even the marshmallow man, he's just, he's just an obstacle. Like, no one's acting like a proper villain. It's Elsa for most of it, if anything. Well, interesting that you say that, because originally the story for Frozen was very, very different. It was originally much more similar to the original Hans Christian Andersen tale, which does have the Snow Queen as a villain the whole way through, which is why you don't really get a villain in the beginning of Frozen. It's because it should have been Elsa. Mm. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that's the end of, uh, of the film, and we're kind of left with what do we think? I mean, okay, for all my pessimism, I'm sure I have sound pessimistic, I liked it. Really? I did. I know. I know. It's good. <laughs> okay, so so let's talk about what we did like about it. I liked uh I liked Anna. I liked Anna a lot. I thought Anna's yeah, journey was, was 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 really really good. Uh there are times where I'm like, "Oh, sweetheart, you you you're going to have to buy like a proper coat. You can't go out in your ball gown into the winter <laughs> cold. A, a ball gown and a cape and you get bucked off your horse like 3 minutes into your journey. You're screwed." Until you have yep. to come across Swedish man's, you know, winter supply shop. Um, 
so I liked that. Uh, I liked the songs. It's Disney. It's hard for that to kind of go wrong. I did like several of the songs. I let it go. I liked Love is an Open Door. I liked First Time in Forever. Eventually, it, it did win me over. And I liked... The second version of that is amazing. Yeah. When they're kind of dueling One lines. Of Alice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's because, so good. Because whoever's doing Anna's part is just singing the lines as they should be. And Adina Menzel just gets to like riff all over them. Yeah. That's what that's about. And then I appreciate Let It Go for what it is within the story and the Circle of Ice. I liked that. <laughs> so I like the songs. I mean, I don't know. What, what, about, what about you guys? What do you like about Frozen? I love all of the music. Ellie, you want to go? Yeah. I, I really, really love the music. Um, it just makes me giggle. Like, the lyrics are, are really kind of just simplistically funny. I suppose it's just that little sort of childlike humour that, well, is what you would expect from Disney because obviously the, the target market is children. But I think that Frozen has such a lovely, well-rounded family film that it just it really appeals to me. And like I said, I love the character of Olaf. I know you guys didn't, no, but fine. Fine. I think he's absolutely wonderful. And he just he just brings warmth to my heart. Georgia? Um, I enjoy Sven very much, the reindeer. Um, I'd completely forgotten how much I liked him and Kristoff and their dynamic throughout the film. Um, I've compared in my notes actually Sven to my dog Pippin um, because they're very, very similar. I was thinking this when um, we were watching the film as well. <laughs> <laughs> Just the mannerisms and the different things that happen. I'm like, yeah, I can imagine my dog doing that, which yeah. is quite funny, which probably puts me in the slightly strange like Kristoff category as well, but I'm okay with that. It, the moment um, where I thought it was where it was... Um... Rain, reindeer are better than people and Christoph was singing it to that was a cute yeah. one actually. <laughs> that was really I, cute I could just imagine you sat with sat with the little ukulele singing that to Pip yeah. yeah that does sound about right to be quite honest so for everybody else who doesn't know Georgia and Pip personally uh, <laughs> anything else anything else on from anything else besides the fact that it reminded you of your dog that you liked about <laughs> um, no, there's lots of there's lots of visual jokes in Frozen as well. Again, that I'd forgotten about. There's one where um, I think Olaf has just fallen down the cliff and his head is on the top, but like the rest of his body is out of order. And he says, "Man, I'm out of shape," yeah. which oh, is really like quite funny. Um, there's like lots of little bits like that that really, really made me giggle watching it back a second time and going, "Oh, okay, I'd forgotten about that." So that was nice. There was a strange joke where he gets impaled. Yes, he goes, "Oh, I've been impaled." And then they just cut to the next scene. Yeah. <laughs> like, that only existed for him to make that reference. So I, oh, absolutely. Uh, which yeah. might have been the part about Olaf I liked the most, and the part of Olaf that drove me the most crazy was the fact that he was just there for jokes. He has nothing to the yeah. story. He's just there for jokes. I'm trying to remember if any of it was improv. It's voiced by Josh Gad, who is a very, very talented comedian, and yes. I'm pretty sure... I'm pretty sure some of it's improv, which would explain jokes like that, but I'm just going to have a quick look. He also played Gaston, not Gaston, uh, 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 LeFou in the live action remake and was the best part of a live action remake, in my opinion. Oh, the song. Absolutely. Really, really, really. Maybe, maybe we'll do that one day. Uh, the song in the live action remake of that is fantastic. Actually, although I think we totally have to do the, the, the proper one first. Yeah. Um, and then we get uh, the bit where... <laughs> discount dollar store pound land Finn Ryder tells Olaf to stay out of sight and he like slides down behind some houses and he goes hello and then he goes ah 
which is great because it just disappears and it's just a, it's just it's just an audio joke and unless you're paying attention i think you could just be watching the visuals not paying attention to things in the background which i like to do mm-hmm. and um, there are several little bits like that throughout yeah. the film it's full of and good for josh gad he made himself a star off it he really did oh, absolutely yeah but you know is what it is um anything we disliked about it i think i probably said most of my stuff in it my biggest issue actually i'll let you guys go first Emily, have anything Ellie? to say, Ellie? Um, I think, well, the, the bit where they don't let Kristoff into the castle at the end, which we already spoke yeah. about, I didn't, I didn't find that particularly great. Um, I, I don't think there is really anything strikingly right? to dislike about it, really. I've, I'm a big fan of Frozen. Georgia? Um, I think only pretty much the stuff i've mentioned as jokes i mean it, it, they get away with it because it's an animated film but there are a few bits where you go and how does that work like the bits where she can suddenly make clothing as well as ice like <laughs> kind of go how does that link in like yeah. how you've made snow and ice up until now and now you can animate objects as well yeah. like so there's little bits like that you go it's disney it's a, it's magic it's That's a disney why we film shouldn't overanalyze disney there was a bit where she was running away from the two henchmen who um weasel town guy sends after them yeah. and uh i'm shouting the whole way she's running away from them, i'm shouting you can make ice walls why have you <laughs> forgotten you know how to make ice. you should not be running <laughs> <laughs> but my biggest issue was i don't know if it's the fact i want to say there was no storyline to it and i realize there is a storyline to it maybe i mean the pacing is so bad in this film Oh, yeah, it's, it is off. What it's is, way off. What is the story? I, I guess in the grand scheme of things, the story is go get your sister, bring her home, and have her not be scared of you anymore. But what's yeah. the real story? It's like a bunch, it, it's like a trilogy of mini films put together, none of which feels like it's got an overarching build or climax to it. Like I said, who's the villain? I don't know who I'm rooting against until three quarters of the way through the film. Again, I do think that's probably because of different rewrites and different versions yeah. of the story. Um, obviously, that doesn't excuse it for that that being how it came out to the public. But it's, I think that's probably why it was. There wasn't ever a set storyline yeah. in the first place. I appreciate they wanted to do a twist. But in a Disney film, I want to know in the first 15 minutes, who are my good guys? Who's my villain? What's the conflict? You think about every classic Disney film you really, really, really love deep in your soul. You know who the good guy is. <laughs> you know who the bad guy is. You know what the conflict is. Am I wrong? Yep. Lion King. No. Hey, I like Simba. Hey, Mufasa's cool. Hey, Nala's going to be his girlfriend. I don't trust Uncle Scar. Lady and the Tramp? I don't remember Lady and the Tramp. I'm sorry. And it's, it's been I so can't long. Help you there. Is, is Lady and the Tramp. Oh, wow. Is, is, that your, is that like your all time classic Disney film? Not, the, not my like, number one all time classic, no, but I'm just, I was just trying to think of films where. He's not necessarily a clear villain. Aladdin's poor. Jasmine's rich. She's got to marry a dude very soon. Hey, I don't trust that Jafar guy. Genie, way better than Olaf. (laughs) (laughs) But like, like, yeah, Genie actually buys some plot. Yeah, eight minutes in. Yeah, he's a huge part of the plot. But eight minutes in, I know who my villain is. My biggest issue was I that the pacing was just so off. At least give me a secondary guy. I mean, I guess they tried to make the guy from Liechtenstein. What's it really called? Weasel Town. Yeah, Weasel Town. The, the, the guy from Liechtenstein. They tried to make him the villain for a bit, and I'm like, 
Okay, really, he just wants to trade. It's just a slime ball, isn't he? Yeah, he's just he just wants to exploit. I mean, he walks in as the I'm here to exploit all your resources. I'm like, oh god, don't let it be him. And it wasn't. <laughs> and nor do I think he is at any point. I'm like, is it him? Is it Elsa? Is it is it love? I thought maybe he goes. She goes back and tells Hans, "I'm really in love with someone else, and that's why the kiss doesn't work." And that's the more. And then he gets mad that he gets rejected, and then he can go ahead and have his anger fit. I'm okay with that. Yeah, isn't that a better? Of course film? you are. You came up with it. No, isn't that a better film? If she goes back to give the love <laughs> kiss, and he gives it, he goes, "It's because I don't really love you. I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry. Goodbye." And he goes, and "He goes. You were supposed to be the one who made me king." And he can have that whole same rant. Yes. Isn't that a better film? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. Oh, you're right. Yeah. yeah. Walt Disney. Mm. Um, Hate to say it, but Walt no, Disney, you are right. You, 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 you know the address to the Instagram, which is talking with Mickey. Talking no. with talking the, the Mickey. Mickey. <laughs> Please, we, can we, we didn't say it once. We got it wrong. Talking the Mickey. So, if you need someone to help fix your next script, you've got some time. I think for some of these, <laughs> throw it this way. Even I, if you just want us to do a little sketch in can, Disney World when it reopens, I can work from home on this. It's fine. <laughs> I can do a voiceover. I can do Josh Gad. Look, oh, I'm impaled. There, it's that easy. So uh, that's that's my thing with Frozen. So overall, Frozen, I don't regret seeing it. I don't. Uh, are we doing numbers? We're we not doing numbers. We're we just giving holistic feelings. What are we doing? We can numbers because there are 59 classics, so I guess we could kind of rank them if we wanted to. Okay, so so far we can at least say this is our favorite Disney film we've done. Yes. yes. It's also our least favorite <laughs> Disney film we've done. Yes. And I think when it's done for me, that'll kind of be where I'll put it. We'll kind of just be, there'll be many ahead be of it. Of the road. There'll be many behind it. I don't think this is, I, I don't think this is an all-time classic Disney film. I don't think it's a top 10 Disney film by any stretch of the imagination. You know what? I I really love it, and I I have done previously, and I did do when I watched it today, and now we've been ripping it apart, and I feel like it's like I'm kind of destined to hate it, and I don't, well, don't want to. Don't do that because there there is people listening, which might be a generous statement, but there will be people listening to this, and some of them are going to go, "I really like." I really like Frozen. You go, Ellie. You back this up, yeah. and, you're, and you're going down well, straight. And you're going, well, now that you've made a good argument, I've changed everything. <laughs> I think. Well, no, I haven't actually changed my mind. I just feel like now we've now you've ripped it apart. I feel really negatively about it, and I don't want to feel that well, way because I love it. We held up a microscope to it, but I think it's I've exposed it. I guess I, I think we gave it a critical look. Um, I the biggest plus is the music. I thought the music was really, really strong. I thought the music was oh, more yeah, strong. Amazing. I think the, ooh, is the music better than Entangled? It might be. Yes. It's a different style, yeah. I'd say. I well, think that the songs are are hookier than than the ones Entangled for sure. I think they've they've all just got so many little jokes in them, and I pretty much went through the entire film, didn't I? Going, oh, I think this is my favorite song in the film. Oh no, wait, this one's my favorite song. Oh yeah, no, wait, this one's that. my favorite song. And I literally changed my mind sort of four or five times because I just love yeah. all of them so much. So, okay, I think, you know, I guess number, it's, it's, it's my number one so far. We, we, we can keep our own personal lists and go, where do you have it so far? For me, it's my number yeah. one, number one, number one. We good? Okay, yeah. I, I think we can do this. We don't have to give it like a rating out of 10. No, but we can just place it. Next to all of the other films. So if you're watch. new to the podcast, check out the list of films we've done, which so far is one. And <laughs> we're all ranking <laughs> it at number one. But going forward, we can just go, okay, here's, here's the films we've seen. And we can say where, where we've ranked it. Um, so who picked this one? Um, 
I think it was joint between me and Ellie, wasn't it? So are joint we are, 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 are we are we are we diving right into into the logical follow up, or what are we doing next? I think we we've could not really perhaps, spoken about this, have we? I think we could perhaps mix it up a little bit and come back to Frozen Two. Um, you know, a couple a episodes down, down the line. line. Okay, so who's up next? Do we throw a spanner in the works and do Tangled next? No, I think we should do something more classic. Let's yeah, let's do a different let's do a different era. Okay. Okay, so ooh, see, I don't want to throw my favorite in there because it's my favorite. Is it? Yeah, oh, let's not spoil it for anybody out there. We don't know <laughs> what my favorite might be. Uh, what's a? Cl- I can't wait to rip it apart. What's a good old classic? <laughs> Trust me, I'll rip it apart. What's a good old classic Disney uh, one we can do? How far back do you want to go? Give me a decade, and I'll find you one because I've well, got the list up. What now. we could do, actually, he says, is what was supposed to be released this week. Or next week. Do you know? There was a remake. It was supposed to be Mulan. Ah. Is Mulan worth a shout? I know it's not super classic. It's the 90s. 98. We can do Mulan. Can we do Mulan? Yeah, absolutely. Let's do Mulan. And then it'll give us a chance to sort of nominate someone who will pick the next one. Maybe we'll go back to another decade and and just go back a little further. And we can do that. Sounds good to me. So we're going to do Mulan next, everybody. If you agreed or disagreed. The only social we've got currently is... Talking the Mickey on Instagram, but I'm sure we'll get a Twitter up there short enough. And if you kind of like the sound of what you heard and you haven't heard our other podcast, Best Film Ever with Liam, God bless you, Liam, wherever you are. Um, you, you know exactly where he is. He's in lockdown. He's in lockdown. <laughs> wherever you are in this wild run lockdown, happy birthday, buddy. Um, we're going to go ahead and we will do that. And we may have some guests. We may have some other people. We'll keep the list going. If I'm not on an episode, I'll keep track of where we are and yada 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 and i'm assuming vice versa we can just keep our lists fluid yeah absolutely okay so mulan uh christina aguilera donnie osmond doing some vocals in that it is christina aguilera doing the vocals on that right she does the pop track definitely she definitely does the one where who is this girl i see she does that one reflection yeah uh eddie murphy Eddie Murphy. I love Mul- Eddie Murphy. Mulan's good, man. I, I was watching Cinema, not Cinema Sins, Honest Trailers, and they referred to his role as Donkey as his audition. Sorry, his role as, uh, what's Mushu? his right? Mushu as his audition for Donkey and Shrek. That's and pretty one, much it. And once you hear it, it's pretty, it's pretty close. Well, let's not take away from next episode, guys. There we go. So we've got some good stuff. We've got some, again, some, 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 some good songs. Uh, maybe some, they've, they've, made, they've made some changes in the new one, and we can talk about that too. So Mulan next episode. I don't know when it'll be. It could be tomorrow. It could be next week. We'll figure it out. See how we find this isolation business. See how this isolation's going. Maybe Boris will pull the plug two and a half weeks early. I don't think so. I don't think so. So um, as far as that goes, uh, I've been Ian. I've been Ellie. And I've been Georgia. And uh, it's time for us to let it go. Go build a snowman, everybody. (laughs) Goodbye. (laughs) Bye.